So this is the relating podcast, and I think it's important to talk about what the hell relating is. What does it mean to relate? Right? So I want to talk about that for a second. Like what what it means to relate and what happens when we are no longer relating and then what, what we can do when we find ourselves not relating when we actually want to relate. When we are in a conversation and we thought we're relating, but something is off. So how do we know something is off and what to do about that? Okay, so first, what does relate mean? It means to connect between people, whether it's between two people or more than two people. It means connection. And when we connect, we need to be aware of what we are connecting with, right? When you look at like two dots, A and B, and you're trying to connect A and B, it's not possible to connect A and B if B doesn't exist. If A doesn't know that B exists or B doesn't know that A exists, then it's not possible for A and B to connect. And when I say exist, it's not that um, like it's invisible like, like to, the, to the naked eye. It means invisible also in who they are and what they are and where they are. Right, so one way that we unintentionally uh, make the other person invisible is when we are no longer relating to them as human beings and instead we require something from them for our benefit. Like, We try to fit them into a mold. So very common example is uh, like oftentimes like so for me, I'll give you my example, right? When I have uh, when I have developed feelings for uh, certain people, um, there's this one guy in particular a few months back where I was just so uh, emotional, like I was like all these butterflies and intense feelings around this person and I was just thinking about like oh is this love like am I falling in love and I want to like I want more access to this person like all the all the flutters right and I found myself wanting those feelings to be matched wanting those feelings to be amplified wanting those feelings to be witnessed so much so that I forgot to relate to the other person. For example, I, um, with this particular person, I will call them, uh, you know what, I, I, won't, I won't have a name for them. I'll, I'll just call them person. <laughs> and so like one ex- example was, I found myself trying to hide what I was really feeling. I found myself trying to tell them just exactly the things that I thought that they wanted to hear. I was making assumptions about what they wanted instead of asking them what they actually wanted, instead of asking them what they have capacity for. 
And instead, I thought they just wanted to see the good parts of me. So I would should share. I would just share, just the 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 parts of me that I thought were quote unquote appropriate or quote unquote pleasant for them to hear. And so I would be selective about the parts that I shared, in an attempt to um, um, only to 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 keep them near me. That's what I thought. What uh, would 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 result, um, so that they wouldn't leave me, and so when I was engaging in this form of manipulation, right, not really trusting or trusting their um, capacity to handle all of my truth, and also refusing to relate to them and inquire about where they were and what they really wanted and what capacity they had. I was really kind of placing this role of a character in my story of, oh, this person plays a role in my story that makes me feel good about myself. This person plays a role in giving me love and attention and affection on my terms. It's almost like I didn't even care how much, how, how they wanted to show me love, how they wanted to express care for me. I had this idea of how I wanted to get it. And instead of communicating that or transmitting the, the, the terms of how I wanted to be related to and being prepared to be, to be denied that request in some ways, I didn't have capacity for that kind of rejection. And so instead of taking responsi- responsibility for my own capacity, I attempted to manipulate their actions, their decisions by assigning this role of, of, of a character that they played in my story in making me feel a certain way. And so there was little relating to be seen in that instance. So in the end, how do I know when I'm not connecting When I find myself requiring something from them to share space with them and when I am more committed to what I want and um, I mean that's the result of requiring something, right? I require them to play a role. I require them to agree with me. I require them to feel a certain way. And so then I find myself um, being more committed to me getting what I want rather than exploring and inquiring what they care about, who they are, where they are, what their experience is. And so the reason we do this is that it's very scary. It's so scary to relate to people because, I mean, what if you ask questions about them and you realize, oh, they actually don't really like you that much or they have opinions that or values that are just so different from yours. And what if they just turn out to be a, a, a connection that's not sustainable? It often feels like rejection. It feels like losing someone. And so, of course, it's kind of, it's kind of um, challenging to relate, right? Because there's so much risk in relating. There's risk to knowing. There's risk to being known. And so, of course, relating is hard. And so, 
here's my invitation when it comes to relating. Um, and this is something that uh, is available to anyone, no matter how much of a beginner you are or, or how advanced you are at relating. One thing we can do to make relating a little bit, a little bit easier is to have my own back in the face of rejection. So asking the question, what does it look like to have capacity for difficult feelings? Because when we are rejected, right, when we are rejected for our truth or when we feel like we're incompatible in some ways, we feel kind of alone, right? So loneliness is something that might come up. There could be resentment. There could be anger. There could be disappointment. And the question is, how much capacity do I have for those uncomfortable feelings? And am I willing to experience those feelings if it means that I become more proficient at experiencing them. Because just because you're uncomfortable with a feeling of disappointment, for example, doesn't mean that you're unskilled at it. It just means that you're getting better at it. You're becoming more skilled at holding it. Because skill comes with familiarity, right? And sometimes we want to be even more skilled by um, engaging in strategies, like somatic strategies to stay with our body. Or sometimes we want to entertain helpful thoughts by uh, working with a, a friend or a coach or a therapist. Or we can just simply talk to someone else that we trust. And kind of even in the expression of our uncomfortable feelings like disappointment, we get to expand our capacity for it. And so when we look at our capacity for difficult feelings... And we want to expand that capacity. Where can we become resourceful in expanding that capacity? Do we trust ourselves to become resourceful in expanding that capacity? And most importantly, are we willing to mess it up? Are we willing to be imperfect? Are we willing to be all over the place? Because oftentimes, like... Our skills in anything is kind of a mosaic of all our different experiences and choices and decisions that we've made around that particular skill. Sometimes experiencing disappointment uh, by, by just sitting with it, that's an that's a, that's a element of that mosaic. Or um, even ignoring that feeling for a second just to distract yourself from the discomfort that's also another fractal of the way you build skills because then you get to see what you like and don't like about ignoring that feeling of disappointment so are we able to trust ourselves and our choices whatever choice we make in the way we decide to experience disappointment that those experiences will inform the way we want to become even more skilled with those emotions, right? So it's kind of like when we go, when we enter into 
uh, difficult conversations. It's really the question is like, am I willing to feel uncomfortable? Am I willing to experiment? Am I willing to be messy? In the effort to relate to the other person, to see that other human being, to ask about what they care about, to ask what's really going on. And if we find that we are at capacity and we don't want to be available for any of that right now, are we going to be able to communicate that to them? Are we, are we going to practice our skill of, of withdrawing, of forming boundaries, of practicing those boundaries and creating space for ourselves? So these are all questions we can take as we continue to try to relate to others, whether it's difficult conversations, easier conversations, conversations you would rather not have, even if they're not that difficult, whatever form of relating you find yourselves in. These are some questions that you can consider as you practice the skill of relating and find out what comes up. That's, that's all there is to it right? All right. As always, I want to relate to you. So if you have thoughts or questions or experiences that come up as you, as you listen to these episodes, please let me know. I want to know. I want to know you and I want to be known. I want to know you as much as I want to be known. All right, then I will see you in the next episode.